The more time we spend actually thinking about others, the less time we do spend on ourselves, and actually our problems get less. They get smaller. They, in some ways, disappear, and there's a lot of rich research behind that and thoughts that I'll have on that going forward. And so I'm going to spend some time certainly talking about how we can help others. And I'm going to end the show today with an idea, and I'm going to get very specific on how you can help others and actually help yourself in the process. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. Hello out there. Welcome back to Counselors Can Help. I'm Merrill Fink, host of Counselors Can Help. Just want to remind you to go to counselorscanhelp.com. Check out what I've got to offer there. And uh, we'll talk about more of that in the upcoming show. But uh, good to talk to you again. And just wanted to get you a brief message today to talk about where we're going in the new year and just touch base with you folks. Where to begin? Uh, I have been on a little bit of a personal journey. I have been listening to a lot of podcasts, doing a lot of reading, uh, learning a lot of stuff, mostly about, started out as a, I guess, a journey to learn about couples types of things and learn about communication and conflict that we've been focusing on. But I've also gotten into learning and thinking a lot about even individual things, which I'm much more accustomed to doing. And it's really just, I've had a, a few pretty aha moments in the last day or two and I've really become very productive and inspired, I guess, to talk about where the show is going and, and how this is going to evolve a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit in the new year. So I am recording this in my hotel room. I'm actually on the road in my other job, and I want to just set out a message because what I found a lot of the podcasts that I would listen to or, or track all went silent over the holidays which is great for them. Um, yeah, wonderful. Take some time off, family, etc. But I think people are looking for new information, especially in the holidays, because they want to sort of stay at least in their the best habits they've feel like they've developed as maybe some personal growth and they want to want to keep that going. So uh, I felt it was important to reach out and and get something out in this time of year. So uh, you're not just feeling like, oh, well, well, another show that's gone dark until the middle of January or something like that. So anyway, hope you all had a good and meaningful holiday. And uh, I want to be a part of helping you. What I've, what I've thought about was to get cheesy here. I thought about, you know, new you in 22, right? Now people are, it's the start of the new year. People are thinking about resolutions and how they can make changes and make positive changes. I don't want to go that far. Uh, but what I want to do is set today's show out in a way of really outlining how you can feel better today or the new you now. And I'm going to briefly just make a quick roadmap as to how we will do that going forward so that you'll have a, a sense of what's coming up and get a sense of what I think is important for everyone. I, I want to emphasize right now, and you, if you've heard this show for any length of time, you know that I don't believe people who come into my office are quote-unquote crazy people, okay? I don't believe that these people have problems or situations that I don't have. They may be manifesting themselves in different ways than I have, but I think in the end, we all have a similar problem. I, I'm convincing myself more and more that there's really only a couple problems out there, 
and we just need sometimes creative ways to get unstuck, creative ways to think about it in a new way, and just try different things. There are people who don't want to try new things and are pretty much stuck in their ways. I'd like to change those folks. That's part of why this show is here, to, to help those folks who feel like, uh, a counselor can't really help me, or it would be a waste of time. You know the story. For those listening now, you may have started with a counselor recently or thinking about it and are interested in some sort of change. I am going to outline in this show a quick way ahead and really outlining how I think some big themes can help us all and get specific in how you can make changes in your life now. So a better you now, a more happy you now, a more satisfied you now how would that start? How would that look like going forward? So this doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution thing. This, you could pick this up, start this show in July at some point, and really just figuring out how am I going to change and what are some things to focus on. Uh, I've got some great ideas and some shows lined up uh, going forward that I think you're really going to like. And But before we get into that, I really want to, I guess, just highlight five areas that I've written down that I think are important for everyone and that I would focus on going forward and are good places to pick from if you're looking for that New Year's resolution or that kind of, hey, I want to start making changes now. It's not the new year. I'm listening to this show. How would I start? What would I focus on? That kind of thing. I heard a great comment that I'm going to talk about in future shows. Um, the comment that I heard was attributed to a person named Oliver Berkman, who I don't really know much about, but the, the point is this. The person said, what we pay attention to is our life at the end. So what that means is you're getting towards the end of your life, and if you're thinking about, hey, the time you spent at the end of your life, what have I accomplished, that kind of thing. Some people would say, well, it's what I've done is my life. Another way to look at it is to say, the accumulation of your life is really what you've paid attention to, what you focused on. Now, you can choose to focus on things that are upsetting. You can choose to focus on things that you have no control over. This will then become your life. Your life can turn into a series of, why is this person doing that to me? Why is that political group doing that to me? How come they don't change? You get the point. We seem to be geared towards that in society currently. This here, the end of 2021, there's a lot of that going on. And I'm going to talk about that going forward. I've been thinking about that a lot, and I want to um, focus on that a little bit. Uh, suffice it to say, I'm rethinking about, in a great way, what I'm paying attention to. Because that's what I want my life to be about. If there is something that is sort of an unsolvable problem and it is upsetting to me, why would I want to pay attention to that if I can rather turn my attention towards something that I can change, do something about, and something that I could internally make me feel better. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to focus on what I can actually pay attention to that is meaningful to me. So without further ado, I want to, I want to just capture five of these ideas here that I'm going to be paying attention to going forward that I think can all manifest themselves in a happier, more productive life. The first one I wrote down is get more sleep. I sometimes do a good job of that, sometimes not. And it's something I continually work on. So I do believe, and I've had done a show on sleep. So if you want to go back and, and right now learn more about those ideas, 
Uh, I did do a show on sleep that you can roll back to and listen to that entirely. And we'll talk more about that in the future, about really how to go about getting that done. So it's not so much of a discussion about sleep is important. I do believe sleep is very important. Going forward, it could become thoughts on, well, how would I get better sleep and what, what tactics or techniques I could do to get myself back to sleep or get myself to sleep on time, etc. Next is get more physically active. I do a pretty good job of this personally, being physically active, but it does come and go. And there are probably folks of you out there listening who would say to yourself, hmm, yeah, I could definitely do a better job at that. Um, why is that important in a, in a better you? I think that contributes to sleep. I think that contributes just a lot of health and pain and, and things like that that are just really devoted to keeping active and keeping some sort of exercise or just activity going in your life. Next, which is what I'm going to talk about really spending a little bit of time on this show, is this idea of helping others. I'm doing it right now. I'm thinking about what do my clients want? What do my customers, if you will, who are listening to this show, the people who are listening to this, what do they want? What do they want to hear about? Why is that important for me? What I have learned and, have, and I think it's, is true is the more time we spend actually thinking about others, the less time we do spend on ourselves and actually our problems get less. They get smaller. They in some ways disappear and there's a lot of rich research behind that and thoughts that I'll have on that going forward. And so I'm going to spend some time certainly talking about how we can help others. And I'm going to end the show today with an idea and I'm going to get very specific on how you can help others and actually help yourself in the process. So what do I mean by helping others? What's that going to do is the idea is you help others and you help yourself. You feel better. You become less self-centered. Um, there's just so much I can talk to about this idea. And I want to end the show with a, with a quick little thing that you can actually do today and tomorrow that is a way of helping others and in in doing so does help yourself. And it's just a very simple little technique that I'll uh, talk to you at the end of the show here. Forgiveness is the next topic. Man, the people that I see in my office that have gone through some sort of trauma, either in the past or currently, in bad relationships, um, just doing battle with people in their lives, can all be different forms of trauma. There's numerous forms of trauma out there. How to forgive, how to get past that, how to not have that bog you down, I think is a very important concept that we all need to be aware of. This idea is central to every religion that we know about as humans. Um, if you go to any teaching, they will talk about this idea. Why? Why is this at all helpful? It's helpful because the focusing on the part about how you've been done wrong and the sort of lack of power that gives you, the fear it keeps you living in, the anger it keeps you living in. Again, the research, the ideas, the philosophy all points to that is not the religion. Religious teachings all point to the fact that that is not helpful for you. Is there a one-size-fits-all to forgiveness? No, there is not. Is, there, is this sometimes an easy thing to do? Can be. Certainly can be. But 
many folks have a hard time with this in certain situations. And we're going to talk about this in future shows. This is a very important idea that I think we have to spend some time on and allow people the thought and allow them to think about how they would go about forgiving someone who's done them wrong or is doing them wrong currently. How much mental energy you can reduce by forgiving and focusing again, where do I want to pet my attention? Where do I want to spend my life? Do I want to spend my life thinking about how I've been done, been done wrong? Do I want to spend my time now thinking about who's doing me wrong now? There are ways out of this thought process. Do they take practice? Do they take a little bit of effort? Do they take some willingness to change? Absolutely. All of those things. But I think they are very much worth doing to shed yourself of some things that, honestly, if you're being, I guess, open or realistic, some of these things have probably, probably been affecting you for some time. We all have these kinds of things. Very quickly, the last idea that we're going to focus on going forward is this idea of connection. This is the uh, conflict series that we've been doing recently. This is a very important idea. Everybody has conflict in their life, and we, it is one of those things that can, again, induce trauma. It can wind, us, wind up with us feeling angry. It can wind up with us feeling uh, sort of lack of, of empowerment and just upset that someone else or some other person it doesn't get it. And, and the idea of talking about these things in the show, connection, talking about conflict resolution is because in many times, in many forms, we do have power in these situations. We do have ways of helping to resolve these things. Some folks will never get it that we're dealing with. And we have to talk about ways to resolve those two, and what to do and how to do that. But in many cases, I think you'd be surprised that a different way of going about things can actually bring about a different resolution, can bring about a different atmosphere to a relationship. And so everybody has those things that they really wish was different, maybe want to spice up their own marriage, want to figure out a way to deal with their kids in a better, more productive way, want to figure out how to resolve conflict at the office. These are all very important things that we will talk about in the future and, and have been for some time, but we certainly won't give up on that because there are a lot of ways to, to think about this topic. So connection, many people think about that in terms of couples. There are numerous podcasts, etc., on marriage, but I see it in a larger picture of connecting with people on a daily basis. I connect with people all the time not in a deep in a deep fashion, but I'm out on the road. Uh, you, as folks may know, I'm an airline pilot. This is what I'm doing currently. I am constantly bumping into people who, uh, I don't know, let's say either you, you could argue that they don't have the best intentions or they're just being a jerk or whatever. There's, when, you're, when you're dealing with masses of people, it's easy to see or point out ways that someone is doing it wrong or ways that someone is misbehaving. And depending on how you think about things, that can really bog you down. It can really make you upset. I personally don't really have that much problem with that because I tend to, 
I'm, I guess I'm sort of a live and let live type person. I don't really let that stuff bother me or see someone else doing things that really bothers me. I may laugh. I may point it out or see it and sort of say to myself, wow, that's really interesting, but it doesn't really hang with me. It doesn't really bother me because it doesn't really affect me. I see something going on around me. I can pretty much let that go. But there are folks where it doesn't work like that. There are folks who really internalize other people's actions, how to handle that, what to do with that. Again, where do you want to spend your time? What do you want to put your focus on? What things will help you feel better now? What things would you rather be doing and spending your time on? Did you go to the airport intending to think about how someone was a jerk and the rest of the day you're now seeing this, noticing it, internalizing it? Is that how you want to travel? That's a question. Some people do that. Um, and it's hard on them. It's why they don't like coming to airports. It's hard for them not to see this and get caught up in it. So there, there are ways all over the place we can talk about connection. It's not just a couple's thing, I guess is the, my point of that discussion. And I, I want folks to, to realize that there's, there's plenty of ways we, we connect or have to figure out how to either disconnect or, or see it in a different light. And that's how I want to get to my last point here. And I, I mentioned earlier that I'm going to, to briefly give you something that you can do to, to start right now that can actually make a change in how you see almost everything. This is actually possible. Uh, I was listening to a podcast recently, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due here. I've, I've talked about him in the past. Uh, Sam Harris and ABC News now does a podcast called 10% Happier. It's a good podcast that if you are interested in, in certainly learning about these Buddhist ideas about meditation and mindfulness and being in the moment and different practices, how um, Buddhism teaches you how to think about these things and eliminate human suffering, it's a great podcast for that. They spend a lot of time on that and how specifically people can actually go about making change. So he takes a very kind of pragmatic approach to all these things and trying to figure out how we can actually use them to help ourselves. Um, I got a, an idea from this show that, one, this idea of what we pay attention to is our life. Uh, I got that idea from that show. Uh, I think that's a brilliant idea. The second idea I got is this thought of helping others, how we can spend some time helping others that then helps ourselves. Now you can do that with the sort of the traditional ways of, hey, let's start with just physical activities. Can you help another person today? Well, what would that look like? Well, it could be opening the door for them. It could be maybe volunteering to do a household chore for them, maybe just doing a nice thing for someone in your family. It could be a very small act of kindness, just like that. You're, you're, but not just doing the thing to to somehow get points or somehow go, well, I have to do this thing for someone. No, you're trying to do it in a way of thinking about how could I help this person and what, and what might this person actually need? What might this person need me to do? You're going to put yourself in their shoes for a moment and think about what they must be going through. Is there something I could help them with? Someone who's walking into a store with a few kids or maybe an elderly person, um, if you put yourself in their shoes, they could really just need help with opening the door. They could just use a little bit of help with someone letting them 
pass by so they can get to where they're going. That's great. That could take you literally five seconds, 10 seconds, and you have helped someone. So there are certainly those physical ways of, of you know, letting someone into traffic, being kind on the road, those kinds of things. Well, is there another way? What I have been doing lately is very much, um, and what I'll, we'll spend a little bit of time more talking about, is a way that's a little bit beyond that, and that is thinking about, in my own mind, wishing people well. And what I mean by that is literally being in an airport, being in a grocery store, being in a hotel, being in a restaurant, being in your own house, and internally in your mind, sort of putting out the vibe of wishing the person well, wishing them peace, wishing, wishing them happiness, wishing them a lack of suffering, a recovery from suffering. However you want to word that is totally up to you, but you're essentially putting out a healing vibe, if you will, in their direction. Now, is this, could some people argue that this is delusional? You are not actually sending out a vibe. Well, yes, you can. You can actually make that argument that this is in fact insane and it doesn't actually do anything. Or does it? Or does it? This is something you're going to have to experiment with because what I believe it does is it actually helps you immediately. Folks, I hope you're enjoying the show. What I want to emphasize here is I'm going to talk about essentially wishing people well. Another way that I wish I would have said this while I was recording is, is offering up a simple prayer for another person. So that can certainly be a maybe a better, more succinct way to describe what I'm talking about here is praying for another person silently can be very quick, can be very healing for you, and it's certainly a different way to think about it other than just sort of putting out energy. All are good ways to think about it. What I'm really trying to emphasize here is there are many ways to go about this idea, and prayer is certainly another way to describe it. This is a very quick way to change your attitude and, again, putting your focus where you want it. There is plenty of research and discussion that says the more you think about and help other people, the happier you become. And in some ways, it can be a very pragmatic or practical idea in that you just spend less time in your own head beating yourself up. I mean, there are probably a lot of bad mental habits that you have that you know you have that if you could just hit stop on those, maybe you didn't change how you thought about yourself, but if you did a lot of that stuff for four hours a day and you could turn that into three hours a day or two hours a day just due to the physical block out of putting something else in your head, that's progress. That's progress. That is an actual scientific argument that people will make about these kinds of ideas, about positive affirmations, about thinking about, again, wishing someone well, and meaning it, and literally meaning it. What, what, what must that person be going through? Boy, I really hope the best for them. Someone who's acting up, must that person not be scared? Must they not be angry? Wow, what are they going through? I have turned the corner on this big time, dealing with a lot of uh, folks that I see in my office, and I'm, I'm realizing more and more that folks who are acting up, acting out in public, maybe not showing up as their best self, are really having a hard time. 
they really and truly are. And I've reversed how I think about them in my mind. But the time that I can spend wishing them well in my mind does change immediately how I feel internally. You'll, this is something you're going to have to, don't trust me, go do it. Literally, this is the thing that I talked about that you can do right now as a good New Year's resolution is just internally wish people well and actually mean it. You don't have to solve their problems. You don't have to talk to them. You can. You can go over and talk to them. Nothing wrong with that. You can do an act of kindness for them. That is totally possible. But even the simple fact or the simple act, I should say, of wishing someone well internally and sort of putting that, that vibe, that thought in their direction does change your mental outlook. What do you want to focus on? Is there anything, is there a downside to focusing on wishing someone well? I don't see it. I don't see the downside. Is there an upside to changing your immediate physiology of how your stomach feels, your chest feels, um, you name it, what you're thinking about? It can change a horrible situation, you being in a line, maybe sad or upset that this line is taking longer than it should be. Just spending some time thinking about wishing well for others or hoping, wishing well for the car that's up ahead that's pulled over where the police sirens are flashing. Hey, that person might have just been in an accident. Let's wish them well. Let's wish them a speedy recovery. Obviously, they're hurt. Something bad has happened. That's why we're in this line of cars. You can focus on how this is stopping you from getting to the office, from getting you to the restaurant getting you to the friend's house, or you can also spend a little bit of time wishing that person well. Give it a try. This is something you, you'll want to play with, but I, I guarantee will change immediately how you think about things and your own. It'll change you internally. It's a very simple act, something you can definitely do. It's something you can definitely hold as far as a New Year's resolutions. I heard a fact or a quote or a research um, outcome, that 10% of New Year's resolution ideas are kept, that 90% are actually dropped. There are many reasons for that. Not the least of which is sometimes New Year's resolutions are quite aggressive and take a lot of time and a lot of uh, commitment and devotion of resources, etc. This one doesn't. This one can be done almost anywhere, anytime. You can put the vibe out still while at work, still while busy at work, still while doing any act that you want to do in your life. You can do this thing. And no one knows you're doing it. It'll bring an immediate boost to yourself. And it's a good practice to develop, I think, because it does change how you look at other people. And this idea of helping others, it goes into this, this realm of, can I help another person you're helping another person by sort of wishing them well. And then hopefully that changes how you feel. And then potentially that changes how you act. So it's a great way to look at how to start out with a new you. And it's certainly one that I think is very achievable, very doable, and you can get results very quickly. So with that, I will uh, leave you with that. That is your homework assignment. That is everyone's homework who is listening to this. I will do it myself. I've been doing it recently. 
is to continue with this practice and just notice, does it in fact help you and just get some thoughts for, do you like it? Do you think it's a, a good practice to do? So that's your, your homework is just this very simple act of mentally wishing someone well and spend a few seconds on that and actually meaning it and, and see what that does for you. We will talk about these other, um, we will talk about these other subjects in future shows. I've got a lot of shows lined up. I've been thinking about this stuff a lot. I've been, again, practicing this idea of what do I want to focus on? I have found something in my life that has been draining my focus, and I want to get back to things that are more important, and this is certainly one of them. This subject matter is important to me. I'm going to spend time and have spent time recently on it. So I'm, I'm putting that into practice. I've got a lot of shows lined up, a lot of ideas, and a lot of ways I want to change how I even deal with folks in the office when I do my counseling practice. So um, please come on that journey with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chronicle all these things, how I work on them, how I've been struggling with them. Uh, we'll talk with Liza Telford going forward and other guests that we'll have on the show to talk about these five areas. And the idea is to improve everyone's life and their to give you hard and concrete things that you can do today that can make an improvement in your life going forward. So I wish you well. Uh, I'm doing that right now. I'm, I'm taking, I'm sending out the vibe to everyone listening to this show, the health and happiness for yourself, your family, and we will discuss how counselors can help going forward in the new year. Have a happy new year. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself through a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Fink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.